The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Log into MyBookie now and get yourself a 50% deposit bonus up to $3,000 simply by using the promo code SGP50. With MyBookie.ag, it couldn't be more simple. You play, you win, you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also sponsored by Oddshark. Head over to Oddshark now to get free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff. You'll also find the latest odds for every big game and fight from all the major online sportsbooks and casinos and betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. So head over to www.oddshark.com and give them a follow on Twitter at Oddshark. <laughs> Hey guys, you are listening to the Champions League show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. This is the final Champions League show for the group stages. There will be a draw this week to determine who plays against who in the next round. But first of all, we need to cover the last two days of the Champions League where qualification is still on the line for some teams and winning the group is on the line for some others. Incidentally, that draw takes place on Monday. I've just checked that. Sometimes it happens on the Friday, but on this occasion, it will be happening on the Monday. So everything will be finished on Wednesday night. We will know the 16 teams and then there will be a draw on Monday and then we will be immediately putting out Another podcast reacting to that draw and who we think will win the Champions League after that draw. So we'll be looking at the futures markets, top scorers markets and having a brief overview as to who qualifies from those matches. Obviously, when the competition restarts again in February, we'll have a breakdown game by game of first leg, second leg, etc. But we will do an overview immediately as soon as the draw has been done and that will be here on the sports gambling podcast network because that is a very important podcast it's a tradition to do that podcast here we've done it nearly every single year so what i'll even try and do is get my colleague from last season on the epl show james george to come back on for that one i'm sorry i'm still carrying signs of this illness it just won't fuck off It's honestly the Eli Manning of flus. It just doesn't know when to go away and realise that enough is enough. So that's enough talking from me in terms of letting you know what's coming up here and building up towards the picks on this podcast. Let's go straight ahead and jump in with the relevant key games for this match day six starting on the Tuesday where Barcelona hosts Tottenham and Barcelona are 11 to 10 favourites 29 to 10 the draw and 23 to 10 on Tottenham I think that you have to as a gambler if you are a true gambler 
you have to take your chances now that Tottenham will be facing a Barcelona team full of missing first teamers and will be able to get the win here and qualify for the next round of the Champions League. I, for one, don't understand any reasoning other than tourism because a lot of fans fly to Barcelona to watch them for every single game, other than appeasing tourists why Barcelona would put out their first team. The group is won and done and dusted, so they don't need to bother for that sake. They will simply be doing this for tourism and because they have some kind of affiliation and love for Inter Milan and want to help them get through. But that's not a real thing because they don't. So it will simply be down to the fact that they have tourists coming in and buying tickets and maybe because of the goodwill and the spirit of the competition, this coming from a team that dive more than people that are professional divers. So it doesn't really make any sense as to why Barcelona would would feel the team. I mean, they may play one or two, but when a t- squad is as thin as Barcelona, now Barcelona and Tottenham have very similar issues, although Barcelona's first 11 is obviously a lot stronger. They both have a solid 11 and then they do lack players that can come in and replace them. For example, if they lost Lionel Messi, the theory would be that Barcelona will struggle. Although earlier on in the season when they did lose Lionel Messi, they actually did okay. Um, When Harry Kane is not playing for Tottenham, the theory is that they'll struggle. But at the weekend, Tottenham won without Harry Kane. So maybe the two teams are adjusting and maybe the stigma is no longer correct. But, you take away Messi and Suarez and, and PK and start to remove a few other players from around the team and they don't have the replacements. And certainly the same can be said of Tottenham. When Tottenham start bringing the likes of Sissoko, Wanyama and Foyth at the back, they immediately become a weaker team. So they don't have great squads, these two. They have a great team, but they don't have great squads. So I don't understand when you're chasing a La Liga title and it's not like you have a massive lead. I mean, the perception is for some people that Barcelona are going to run away with this year. Well, they haven't because Atletico Madrid are right in it. Sevilla have been top in recent memory. Real Madrid somehow are still in it despite their terrible record. La Liga is such a low points total this season that Real Madrid have managed to sack their manager and stay involved in the title race this season. They're in the Champions League places right now. So Barcelona have bigger and more important things ahead than needing to beat Tottenham in this game. Would I put it past them to put out a first team side? No, There'll be a lot of pressure on them to do it. Inter Milan will be expecting them to do it. A lot of neutrals will be expecting them to do it. The tourists that have have bought tickets to go down to Barcelona will be expecting them to do it. But I think there's every reason here they don't. I think at 23 to 10, that has a chance. And even if, even if you have that 23 to 10 ticket and Barcelona filled their team, cash out. You can just cash that bet right out if Barcelona name a full team. So why don't you just bet it now? In addition to that, who's who's to say it's not worth riding out? Because just because Barcelona play the players, why would the players care? 
there's no incentive to win this game either. And so I don't think you're going to get a full all-out performance. And weirder things have happened in a team who desperately need to win, who are resting Harry Kane at the weekend in order to win a game. Um, go to Barcelona and beat a Barcelona team who don't give a shit who have lost at home this season and have drawn games at home this season so it's hardly been a fortress at the new Camp this season either so bear that all in mind I'm going to take Tottenham for this game as the underdog up next you've got Red Star Belgrade versus Paris Saint-Germain where Red Star Belgrade are 14-1 underdogs 6-1 the draw and 1-5 on Paris Saint-Germain Incredibly, Red Star Belgrade are unbeaten at home in this competition, although they are seen as the whooping boys. They got a 0-0 against Napoli, and they got a 2-0 win against Liverpool. And not only are they unbeaten at home, they haven't conceded a single goal at home in this competition. So people think that Paris are just going to go there and roll them over and come in at this 1-5 to price. I'm not having any of it. I'm taking Red Star Belgrade, not to avoid defeat on a plus one handicap, but I'm taking Red Star Belgrade on a plus two handicap at six to four. That means that if Paris Saint-Germain only win this game by one goal, you win this bet. And I think Paris Saint-Germain will only win this game by one goal if they win it at all. This team are being massively disrespected. They're not good travellers, but they have a really good home advantage. It's an intimidating crowd. These fans are passionate and the players obviously like to play there. Otherwise, Liverpool would have got beaten 2-0. A very mispriced game. 100% going to be taking this plus two on Red Star Belgrade for this one. Up next, you have Inter Milan versus PSV Eindhoven, where Inter Milan are one to two favourites to win this game. It's four to one the draw, and it's seven to one on PSV Eindhoven. PSV Eindhoven don't have anything to play for in this game. They are concentrating on their league, where in two weeks ago they just lost their unbeaten record, losing to Feyenoord controversial game where it looked like Eindhoven might equalise and some fan chucked an extra ball into the crowd which I think is hilarious but probably don't the PSV fan probably doesn't think it's that funny um, I think Inter winning this game is a no-brainer I'm surprised it's not priced up at something like 1-4 to 1-5 to five because one team needs to win here in order to qualify and the other team doesn't need to even be here. So I think Inter is a very easy pick for me. <clears throat> Up next, and probably the most important and intriguing game of the day. Well, actually not intriguing, because I think the intrigue lies on whether Barcelona bothered to play out their team or not. So I'd definitely say the most eyes will be on Liverpool versus Napoli, where Liverpool 8-13, to or 4-6 to actually in some places, 6-5 to the draw, and 19-5 to on Napoli. Liverpool have to win this game and there's a lot of interesting permutations on this and here we go we're going to try and spend a large portion of this podcast trying to break them down so here we go Liverpool need to win this game against Napoli by two clear goals if they win this game by one goal then the head-to-head record will favour Napoli who beat Liverpool 1-0 had Napoli beaten Liverpool 2-1 and Liverpool won this game 1-0 they would have qualified ahead of Napoli on the away goals because the head-to-head goes first so any head-to-head result 
that isn't by two clear goals will favour Napoli because they already have a 1-0 win over Liverpool. Therefore, Liverpool come into this contest needing to win by two clear goals. If Liverpool win 1-0, then it'll go down to goal difference. And going into this game, that also favours Napoli, who come in with a two-goal better goal difference than Liverpool. They have a plus three and Liverpool have a plus one. So Liverpool have to win this game by two clear goals. However... If Paris Saint-Germain lose to Red Star Belgrade, then any Liverpool win will be enough for Liverpool to go through with Napoli. The only way Napoli exit this competition is if Liverpool win against them by two clear goals. So it does look like Napoli will speak safely through. The only time where it gets really, really complicated is if Paris Saint-Germain don't win or lose and the Paris Saint-Germain-Red Star Belgrade game ends up being a draw. If that ends up being a draw and Liverpool end up beating Napoli, then all of the teams will be on nine points. In that instance, it will go down to the head-to-head records, which will be massively complicated because Napoli and Paris Saint-Germain drew each other twice. Liverpool would have beaten Napoli. Napoli would have beaten Liverpool. And Paris would have beaten Liverpool and Liverpool would have beaten Paris. So it will be an absolute clusterfuck if if Paris Saint-Germain draw and Liverpool win. And I can't even begin to work that one out for you unless I know what the actual score lines are. And I'm not going to sit here working out permutations for different score lines because ultimately with all the teams tied in that predicament, with Paris having the tiebreaker over Liverpool and uh, because Paris beat them 2-1 and lost 3-2 at Anfield. So the tiebreaker between Paris and Liverpool goes towards Paris. Napoli hold the tiebreaker over Paris Saint-Germain because the score in Napoli was 1-1, whereas the tiebreaker favours them because the score in Paris was 2-2. And then we don't know who would hold favour in the Liverpool-Napoli tiebreaker because the game hasn't been played yet. So it's massively, massively complicated Asking me to give a pick on this game, I will. I'll take Liverpool to win this game. They usually manage to win these big games. And um, I think we'll be looking at a very interesting situation if Liverpool do win this and Paris Saint-Germain have a draw. Simply down to the fact that people are going to get very, very educated in how the Champions League groups work. But... um, I hope it doesn't come down to that personally because I have Paris Saint-Germain to qualify from this group as a futures bet from our big Champions League parlay that we gave out at the start of the season. So hopefully there's no fucking around here from Paris Saint-Germain's aspect. Um, I'm going to take Liverpool to win straight out. I'm not 100% sure if they can win this game by two goals. But if you are, then go for it. Have a bet on it. It's probably worth having a little bet on because... Liverpool have been decent in the past at being able to squeak out results that they need to get. And to win this particular game on the minus one handicap, they are available at seven to four. Swiftly moving on to Wednesday, where there isn't too much really on the line. There's a whole bunch of groups where qualification has pretty much been settled. Man United and Juve know that they're both going through. It'll just be a case of who finishes top. And I really can't see Juventus failing to win at Young Boys and confirming themselves as winners of the group. That's available at one to two. Benfica and Aiki Athens are basically out with Benfica safely secured in a Europa League spot, four points ahead of Aiki Athens. So nothing can happen in that game at all. 
Um, the two games that might have something on them feature Shakhtar Donetsk versus Lyon and Ajax versus Bayern Munich. Shakhtar Donetsk can jump ahead of Lyon, which will be a massive disappointment for Lyon, who have managed to take four points off Man City in this group. Shakhtar sitting on five points. Lyon are sitting on seven points. Lyon can actually still win this group if Manchester United, Manchester City, sorry, lose at home to Hoffenheim, which is highly unlikely. Shakhtar five to four to win this game. It's fourteen to five the draw and fifteen to eight on Lyon. I like Leon to avoid the defeat in this game and secure the qualification. I think it would be very, very disappointing if they fail to do so based on the fact that they've been so good in this group in big games against Manchester City and that is available at 8-13. to And the other one, which is a massive game for people that uh, are members of LockBetting.com and for those that listen to the very early Champions League um, podcast that we did at the start of the season where we gave our futures bet. The last one that is in any real danger is Bayern Munich to win their group. Of course, we need Paris Saint-Germain to do their part and qualify on Tuesday and then we'll be down to Bayern Munich needing to finalise this group. They are 19-20 to 20 to win this game. It's 14-5 to 5 the draw and 3-1 to 1 on Ajax. I will definitely, definitely, definitely be hedging out on this bet because we do have a £100 bet a futures bet on the Champions League and um, obviously it returns £967 which is around about $1,300 if you guys were on it so it would be stupid to not take at least a £100 hedge here on Ajax who definitely have a chance of beating Bayern Munich Bayern Munich are trailing the Bundesliga they're trailing behind Borussia Dortmund in the Bundesliga. I'm just trying to get the points total. I believe it's seven points. Yep, it is seven points. Actually, no, that's Borussia Mönchengladbach who are in second place. Bayern Munich are trailing Borussia Dortmund by nine points. So they are miles behind in the Bundesliga. And um, they've struggled in the Champions League as well. They are currently sitting top of their group. They're sitting there on 10 points. A draw will be good enough for Bayern, but I'm not taking any risks. So if you are on that pre-season futures bet and we do come into this game and PSG have secured qualification and Bayern Munich are the last leg don't be a Wally don't be a hero take the hedge hedge out on Ajax you don't have to hedge out for the full amount the full amount would be 250 on Ajax at 3-1 to one. that would be a full hedge I'm telling you to make sure you win something so at this point if you bet if you bet £100 on Ajax. I just invented a word there. I just combined bet and hedge together to make bedge. Um, if you if you hedge £100 on Ajax, and then, of course, you've got the original 100 from the futures bet in the first place, you're out £200, but you're making 400 because Ajax are 3-1. to one. So you're not making 400 you're making 200 because you're going to have a £400 return. But Obviously, we're hoping that isn't going to be the outcome. We're hoping that we end up with a full 967, if that's exactly what it was. I don't have it all in front of me, but I do know that we are two legs away from catching that eight-leg futures parlay that we gave out at the start of the Champions League. So let's conclude this show with a lock dog parlay. 
And for the lock, I'm going to go for Liverpool. That's just the outright. That's the four to six minus 150. Not sure whether they're going to be able to beat this decent team by two goals. But I do think that they have a chance of obviously winning this game. They are a better team than Napoli and uh, they should win this game. And I do think deep down that they will end up qualifying and will end up winning this game by two goals. I know I've been giving the Liverpool supporters a little bit of shit online and um, taunting them and saying that it's only Man United and Man City that are going to be going through to the next round. But ultimately, this is gambling and I have to give you my honest opinion. And I do think Liverpool could end up pulling this out because I've seen them do it so many times over the years. It's a tough ask, but uh, which is why for the lock, I'm only going for Liverpool to win this outright. Don't want to risk any more than that, but I do strongly think Liverpool will get it done on Tuesday. Moving on to the dog. I think I alluded to it earlier. You do have to go with Tottenham Hotspurs. They're available at 23 to 10. Get that now. There is a definite chance that Barcelona don't bother out, don't bother putting out, sorry, their first team. I think that's highly likely in this instance. As for the parlay, I'm going to go with teams that need to win on this in this instance. I'm going to go with Inter Milan. I'm going to go with Juventus at Young Boys. And I'm going to finish it off with Manchester City to beat Hoffenheim. That cashes in at plus 150. So £100 on that returns you £250. So that concludes the final group stage podcast here on a Sports Gambling Podcast Network for the Champions League. If you head over to my website, lockbetting.com, there will be a podcast for the Champions League games on Tuesday. We'll cover every single game with a separate lock, dog and parlay for Tuesday. We'll be covering every single game on the Wednesday with a separate lock, dog and parlay for Wednesday. And there will be a Europa League show which will also be doing the same. A lot separate lock, dog and parlay for Thursday. And... The European show comes at you again this Saturday after sweeping, sweeping not only the lock, not only the dog, but not only the parlay, but all of the eight games that I covered on that show last week came in eight out of eight. And we worked this out and that would have come in as... A 196 to 1 parlay. I'm going to run through these picks because this, I think, was so far in my life, my number one betting achievement to sweep an entire show with a 196 to 1 parlay. So it was PSV Eindhoven to win both halves at 4 to 5. Ajax and over 2.5 goals at 4 to 7. Valencia and Sevilla to have a draw at 11 to 4. Napoli on a minus 2 handicap at 6 to 4. Dortmund to win and both teams to score at 5 to 2. Atletico Madrid to win outright at 1 to 2. And Real Madrid to beat Hosker at 2 to 5. The lock was Juventus. The dog was the Valencia-Sevilla draw. And the parlay was Real Madrid, Napoli and Atletico Madrid. People, why are you not signed up to my website, lockbetting.com, cleaned up on that. In addition to that, the lock record on that show for the season is currently sitting at a ridiculous 13 and 2. So be sure to check that out. I'll be back on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network with the EPL show at the weekend. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>